Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. And have you seen... Little Women? Yes. No, but I did go see Like a Boss. Yes, but so many other people have seen Little Women. I, I, I told my little girl... That I would Again, take her we've to see discussed it. it. You don't have to see if, it with a little woman. If well, but I told her I would. All right. And sometimes she's not motivated to do it. And I don't know if you know anything about girls, no. Jane. Nah. But sometimes when you tell them to do things or ask them to do things, they just don't do them. It's not because like they have something they need to do, mm-hmm. um, or really even anything that they want to do. Sometimes they just don't, they don't want to do it, even if they have agreed to it previously. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I said, I know that you have no experience <laughs> with that. And what I'm saying is basically like speaking Mandarin. like Latin to yeah. a dog. It th- There it is. I there just it had is. that conversation with my sister and they just don't do it. Then what do you do? I said, it doesn't matter what I do. I could take away everything they've ever touched or owned. And then what? The same thing would happen. They still don't do it. I'm just Can't like, you make them? I mean, how? How do I... How? I, I love it when people that are not in the middle of the situation, especially involving children, start telling me what I need to do, and I just stare at them and I go, you're out of your depth, okay? Yeah. You're you're completely, <laughs> utterly, and totally out of your depth, and what you're saying to me is wasting your time <laughs> and mine. But I, I don't say that because no. then people say that I come across as combative or more combative. Or even belligerent. Maybe. Maybe. Hmm. Anywho, you didn't see Little Women because she wouldn't do it. I get it. Yeah. But you saw... Like a Boss. Like a Boss. And did you see it like a boss? Um, I, I walked in there confident, uh, self-assured, and uh, proud of the woman that I was. <laughs> so, I mean, you could say that. Yes. Yes, I did see it like a boss. And is that the only movie you saw? That is the only one I saw. There was a couple... Uh, 1917, I did want to see. I have not got to see that yeah. yet. Um, Little Women, haven't got to see that yet. And Just Mercy, also want to see. There's a lot I actually want to see in the theater. And then next week, there's even more. Wow. So instead of choosing the potential Oscar contenders, you saw the one with a 21% Rotten Tomato score. And wow. Please weren't, tell me. Weren't weren't you begging me to watch Cats the other week? <laughs> Let's let's not only use if let's not me. use Rotten Tomato scores only when we want to. <laughs> Why not? So I'm getting the idea that there are women. This looks like nine to five, and I'm only looking at a poster. It um it is definitely geared toward women. Um, I think all of the men, and maybe if I'm thinking right there. There's like two men. All of them are in subordinate positions in the movie, and they are definitely supporting characters. So this this is clearly aimed at a demographic I am not a part of. Mm-hmm. And so we have Tiffany Haddish, Rose Byrne, and Selma Hayek. And I'm going to guess that the the three blondes are the bad guys. The no no, no. they're oh. fr- they're friends. Oh, they're okay. friends of the, they're like the Greek chorus. Oh, if, if you will. Which, I see. which again probably doesn't make sense to a lot of the people that would want to see this film. Mm-hmm. I mean, un- unless you know about Greek choruses and Oedipus yeah. and so on and so forth. Which, at which point, I apologize. Okay. Uh, now, uh, just by looking at it, this is the kind of movie. When I look at the cast and the people involved and everything, I want it to succeed because you don't usually have a comedy with just women in the leads. That succeeds. 
No, I, I mean, like you'll have a film like uh, Bridesmaids that is predominantly okay, yeah. predominantly women. But I mean, that's that's also the exception, not the mm-hmm. rule. I I saw Bridesmaids. I was cackling yes. at that movie. Like <laughs> it is it is brilliant and proof positive that just because like the demographic isn't necessarily the one that it's a part of doesn't mean that they won't enjoy the movie. Like right. I loved that film, lo- due in large part to uh, Miss McCarthy. Yes, oh uh, just wow. Just thinking owns, about her. <laughs> Owns every moment of the film that she is in. Like, Melissa McCarthy's comic timing, like, needs to go into the Smithsonian when she passes. Like, that's yeah. that's how good it is. But this wasn't that. No. Like a boss. Now, tell me. I, I will say Tiffany Haddish mm-hmm. is actually, like, a genuinely gifted individual. And most of where this film succeeds is responsible like she is responsible for mm-hmm. Rose Byrne um, does a lot of the kind of she's the straight woman like if you want to look at it she's like the that. Bud Abbott yes if, if, if yes. or were you actually saying straight in a different way no 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 you got she, it but I think Abbott. I think you used a metaphor that <laughs> might be slightly outdated <laughs> It's for for those see how. <laughs> for for those of you that uh, don't want to watch Abbott and Costello meet the Wolfman. Um, she's she's the David Spade to, and again, I'm using an outdated metaphor. We need to get we need to get new metaphors. Uh, ours ours are getting worn out. Oh, that's so funny. I mean, when you look at it, Bud Abbott. Has only been dead since seventy four. I'm, I'm just, which so, is, which it itself is six years before I was born. So I, for, I apologize in advance, and for for other podcasts uh, that we've recorded, for all of our references that we, I think sometimes you and I challenge the other one to make a more outdated reference. Like, I, if we could use one that dated back to like. The time of Genesis. If I had I a vaudeville reference that I had on my tongue, I would have said it, but we, I, I just didn't. We rock the Nickelodeon references, and I don't mean the children's <laughs> channel. I mean Put Nickelodeon in the Nickelodeon. Yes, that that's what I'm saying. Music, so music, just music. Uh, just appreciate that part of it, because I guarantee there's not a lot of podcasts out there nope. that are rocking references from the 1920s and 30s. <laughs> We're bringing it back. Oh, that's, we're doing, well, it is 2020 now. That's right. Why, so why not bring back the 20s? That's right. I'm going to start calling um, dollar bills simoleons. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Uh-huh. I, I love outdated slang I and really colloquialisms. Yeah. I, they're fun. Do you think calling detectives... Um, I don't know if I can say that. It's but best. And again, we don't need to test that. Like, I mean, just at random. All right, whatever. But I mean, you're saying, like, should I go back to calling them broads and stuff? <laughs> talking like that? Well, here's the thing. You don't have to talk like that. My gams ache. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need to do one of just, I, I don't care which one. We need to pick a podcast <laughs> and we need to do it in all 1920s slang. Like, gams, broads. <laughs> Um, like, uh, how you doing? Uh, how's it shaking? Uh, well, you know, martinis and skirts. Eh? Like, I'm just saying, like, how much fun would that be? It's, if if Buffy can randomly interject a musical episode, That's right. I think Once we can do feeling. we can yeah. do a 1920s uh, podcast, even though they wouldn't have been able to do that. Uh, okay. So you saw this movie like a boss. What's it about? Um, they are their own bosses. Um, they were best friends in high school. They started up a makeup company. 
um, and the two of them run it. However, um, as but there are oh, three, there's no one of them is like the the. So Bud richer, Abbott is not running. Ro- Roseburn and Tiffany Haddish are the two that oh, have okay. built this company. Selma Hayek. Selma is- Hayek is like this like. She she's this billion dollar like she has her own company, uh-huh. but it's it's something like it's huge. Okay, like, and so they, uh, in the terms of cosmetics, Selma Hayek has Estee Lauder, and they are ColourPop. They're they're kind of like this independent. Yes, they're the, the indie vegan yes. vegan ones. But like they're making enough of a splash that like the the big dog, mm-hmm. if you will, is kind of noticing them. And is interested in acquiring them or like partnering with them, something, something to that effect. Sometimes you just think back in your head, <laughs> just how incredibly fascinating we are. <laughs> I, I'm not, I try not I to say so many things. I try not to say it out loud because people tell me I come off as more pompous uh, <laughs> than I already do, um, and I've I've also been told I'm a little obnoxious unless you get to know me. Uh, never noticed that so well you you've known me for too long you don't oh. remember how obnoxious i was when you first met me it eventually oh, it goes away because most people are just like how much do you make he's anyway he's obnoxious but he's funny like that i see earlier today this has nothing to do with the movie i was sharing my knowledge of vastly different things because people would say, well, I wonder about such and such. And I'd go, I'll tell you all about that. Wow. Spew, spew, spew. Huh. Walk away. Oh, I want to talk about this now. Well, oddly enough, I've done that. <laughs> so continue. It's, and it, and it's stuff that they're, they're just like, wait, wait, why do you know that? Exactly. Which, again, leads to another story about yes. something they don't know. Like, or care to hear. I don't, I don't un- think people understand like just how long I could talk about really nothing oh just nothing like as much as seinfeld was about nothing i think i got nine seasons in me easily just just for a week right and i'm saying like and we can do a revival after i've rested after those nine seasons as well i'm just like there's a lot of information not worthwhile information not useful information but information information so like a boss um they are the independent upstart and selma hayek's characters decided that she would like to acquire Purchase, them. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Now, Rose Byrne is one of those individuals that wants to please people. Ah. She she wants to make sure that, you know, like they're financially solvent and this new boss, she wants to make sure that, you know, they're 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 pleasing him. She's kind of um the brown noser, mm-hmm. if you will. The sycophant. Um now Tiffany Haddish is not that uh, no. character. No, no, she is she is sassy. Yes. Sassy and spicy. Yes. If if you will. Doesn't care who she's saying it to, doesn't care what She's saying, if she's thinking it, she's saying it. Mm-hmm. Which, again, is the, the, the great part of the comic effect between the two of them, just because they're, th- there's not a whole lot of bleed over. They're not giving you the same joke back and forth. Like, Haddish is doing something completely different than Rose Byrne is doing. And for the most part, the stuff that concentrates on them works. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very surprised uh, at the film because I think the preview that I had seen was before a PG-13 movie, mm-hmm. and a lot of the jokes felt really tame. Then I saw a Red Band trailer to it, mm-hmm. and it's actually what convinced me that I, I might actually want to see it. What's the rating in the movie? I believe it's R, okay. if I'm remembering mm-hmm. correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, well, it, to, to have a Red Band trailer, I would think you would have to have an R rating. Did you know Bud Abbott was only 5'8"? Anyway. I do. 
I did. I, <laughs> worth, useless information, I did know. Yes. Yes, I actually did. Oh, this is rich. So, um, did you find it funny? I, I was actually surprised at how funny I found the film. Mm-hmm. This this was one I was going into thinking I was going to have like a lot of like just you know comments about it that that it was just awful, but it it didn't turn out to be the film that I I thought because usually like we we can we can wring a lot out of a terrible film, mm-hmm. and the film didn't turn and I'm usually good at guessing this stuff. Film was not terrible, like it's not brilliant. It's not my favorite movie, and I don't think it's going to go on anybody's top ten list uh, come December. Wow. The reviews are... Scathing. (laughs) The signs were as loud as a klaxon horn, warning us that Like a Boss would be a stinker. Like a Boss is fascinatingly unfunny with an incredibly funny cast. Like a Boss is a movie written and directed by men, which bears very little resemblance to how women actually are. Haddish and Byrne play best friends. Oh, that's a stupid one. It's not funny. It was doing a literal... It was just giving you what happens in the movie. Oh, this was the one. Uh, what we have is a comedy on life support. Haddish and Byrne valiantly performing futile acts of resuscitation. Sorry to report the patient died. The roster of otherwise funny supporting actors does little to leaven this flat loaf, which isn't just flavorless, but half-baked. So! I um, mean, like like we were saying, the best parts of it are, are their two leads. However, I mean, like I said, it's not a great movie, but mm-hmm. it's a lot better than... A, I, I expected, and maybe it's because those are the reviews I was seeing, maybe it's the, the PG-13 preview that i saw to it but i was just like oh this thing's gonna be some comic gold i can i can just rip this thing apart mm-hmm. but i mean like at, at its heart like i knew it wasn't going to be great so it it's not like i went into it like like okay if if uh, avengers endgame had have been terrible like that would have been just ripe for the picking as i mean as it was it, it wasn't terrible it was it was quite exceptional and i was very satisfied that it tied up the bow at the end of that 10 years um but i knew that was not the film that i was going to be see be seeing whenever i saw like mm-hmm. a boss oh it is rated r okay there we go and wait for it wait for it it's made 20 million i was just looking for the production budget because maybe it met i really can't think that this film cost an exceptional amount right I mean, you're usually hallmarks of expensiveness, like CGI, explosions, uh, space, uh, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, This film has none of those. Hmm. Okay. So, you're listening to Parental Guidance Suggested, brought to you by Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry. Jane Ellen talking with Adam Cravens about movies in the theater, like a boss. Like a boss. So... You don't need to run out and see this. No. I think this is one that you red box or you catch on TNT or HBO or what, whatever it is you watch or Netflix. How, however you choose to ingest, ingest your media, do, do it that way. Did you and your old lady lady friend watch it together at 10 in the morning? No. No. <laughs> um, she, I, I've actually not seen her Aww. in a while. Um which is fine. Uh, I, I assumed I was going to have to eventually put a restraining order <laughs> out there. I mean, I would assume being in a in a crowded 
or in a, in a theater with that can hold a crowd of 300 people and me sitting somewhere would make you assume I, I don't want you to come sit next to me. But there we were. And she sat right next to you, right? She didn't leave a space? Now, no, it was like she left the space. But oh, again, but still. we're in the 300-seat theater. Like, this is the one that they play, like, the Star Wars movie on opening weekend in. Like, I, I, didn't, I didn't need that. <laughs> I didn't want that. Like, and seriously, how many very, like, just social people do you know that go watch movies at 10 a.m. on a Sunday. What kind of freak goes watch, goes watching films at 10 a.m. on a Sunday anyways? I'm sure all the people working at the theater hated you for just walking in. Well, it's people like that. That's why we're here. And that, Well, I'm not, and I can't. They're not wrong. Yeah. But, again, if, if I just didn't like crowds of people or most people in general, I wouldn't have to go there. Mm-hmm. But d- do you know what it's like on seven o'clock on a on a Friday? Yeah, there's way too many people. Yeah, I don't I don't want that. I don't need hearing their opinions. I don't want them laughing and covering up like the film that I'm trying to watch. What if What if I like it and you make me miss a line? Exactly. I'm just I'm I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm not saying I hate people, but I don't like the things they do when I'm around them. Mm. So, other than 1917, which I have not yet seen, but Every review is glowing, as is Little Women. What is something new coming out? Now, Bad Boys for Life oh, yes. is coming out ne- next week, and I am, I'm, I'm, I'm all about that. Uh, Just Mercy, I did want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and Underwater, I... will probably I will, be dragged to. I will watch it at some point, maybe, mm-hmm. possibly. It, I mean, you're, you're probably right. I may be dragged to it. And Doolittle. Also, also opens next. So I'm thinking at the bare minimum, I will try to see at least two of them. Does Doolittle open on Wednesday or Thursday? There should be a Thursday. I I think it's just, I think it's just a Friday opening. But a lot of times, the the preview screenings are not indicated on the poster. But I would I would think a, a Disney film with Robert Downey Jr. in it would warrant at least a preview screening on a Thursday. But I I make no promise of that. That's bothersome, because I'm on a which is, need to know. Which I'm going to tell you right now, that sounds like some slang or curse that they say in the Hundred Acre Woods. <laughs> oh, uh, bother, pig. Oh, dear, poo, don't, 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 don't say things uh, like that. My goodness. January 17th. They are doing a Thursday night show. Excellent. You know. I don't. I don't think this has happened, and if it is, I apologize. Will Smith in and, and Robert Downey. Will oh. Smith and Robert Downey Jr. should absolutely be in a film together. Oh yes, that's something I'd watch. There is one Doolittle preview in Cookville, and it's five o'clock show Thursday. Well, I mean, I I didn't figure that one was going to warrant a midnight. No, no. Yeah. I just that's really the only day this coming week where I could make that happen. Then then. You know, make it happen. But you know, if I buy the tickets now, something will happen. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm aware about like karma and just things like that in general. And hashtag money. So. Yeah. But still, hmm. I digress. Uh, and have they added any good stuff? More good stuff? More. Are you okay? What? I'm having a stroke. I smell toast. <laughs> uh, 
the A-list. Like metal. <laughs> the A-list. You're still on the A-list, yes? yes? And what are your thoughts now that you've been on it for a while? Um, I I really don't think I'd know what to – like, I don't have to be concerned about what time the movie is playing. Like, if the ticket's $12, if it's $5, mm-hmm. whatever it is, like, you're getting three tickets to whatever you pick. So I'm saying, like, let, let's say that you do like to watch movies – in, in in the prime time, mm-hmm. like or like on Friday, that's like ten seventy nine right there. Or if you're one of those weirdos that likes three D, that's going to be even more. I'm saying like, if you watch really more than two movies, like in your 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 prime space, mm-hmm. you've in, in I'm saying in a month's time, you've paid for the thing. If you if you just don't have anything to do, mm-hmm. um, and for some reason you want to watch twelve movies that month. As long as you got four weeks in there and it's not like a weird month, you can do that. Oh, Adam. Yes? If you get your tickets to Bad Boys for Life between the 16th and the 19th, you will get a digital download code for the soundtrack plus the first two movies, which you already own. I really do. But do you own them digitally? I think I do. <laughs> well, whenever the whenever the 4K Blu-ray came out, I, I purchased the steel book, even though I I already had... The, the digital copies from when I bought the Blu-ray two-pack whenever it came out. Ah, uh, okay. So, um, oh, I did notice there's a new thing. There's no A-list family plan yet. They keep teasing us. But there is an A-list entourage. Were you aware of that? No. Let me tell you. Does the cast of Entourage watch movies with you? Yes, that is exactly what it is. That seems like it would be difficult to schedule. I know. But I, I believe everything that I'm told. Now, you see, we just have one theater here in the Cookville. We could go to other cities, but we're lazy and, and work several well, times. Well, I mean, and you would have to drive there. Well, That's gas. Uh, I'm, I'm not down with that. So what is A-list Entourage? It is... A thing that allows fellow A-list members to make reservations together in a single order by joining an A-lister's entourage separately and in advance of reserving your desired tickets. You grant mutual permission to book on one another's behalf and select two tickets seated next to one another, assign one to you and the other A-list member, and you'll each get a separate confirmation with your individual ticket. We can reserve seats at the theater we go to? I don't know. Yeah. Think. Oh, can. we can? Yeah. So how? How? I mean, I understand how on the app, but who's going to say, oh, that's my seat, or reserve? How? Well, that's, that's when you go to get the employee that works there, and then they get to undoubtedly do something that they're upset that the A-list does, and just be like, um, I know that you got here 15 minutes before I did, uh-huh. but I actually have this ticket. Oh, 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 that would come in handy for some things. But I'm just saying, like, if you've got a particular seat that you enjoy sitting in, it's really good. But for the individual that, like, just goes to movies, shows up early, uh-huh. and sits in the seat they want. Um, that would. Because it's not like they rope the thing off. There would not be warm feelings. That's what I'm saying. Like, it seems like you really put. I, here's what I would do if if I had done that and somebody was sitting in the seat that I had reserved. I'd just find another seat. I would do. Like, I mean, however, if I had done that and the movie was very full or almost sold out and I had reserved correct. four in a row, 
then yes, I would have the movie people give say me like if row. you did if you were showing up opening night of Rise of Skywalker. Yes, and you wanted you know the the, I the middle row. Wouldn't dare do that. I wouldn't that, dare do that. Uh, that you're probably going to have a lightsaber battle break. Yes, out that's on just because that we got there early. If so, if some, I don't even want to talk about it. Anyway. If somebody would have been like, hey, the <laughs> that's just when you, you, you hear him go, <laughs> I am the Senate. I'll be like, okay, they are a Star Wars. Go, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, You're good. Yeah, he's the so, Senate. A-list entourage. Because I've often toyed with the idea of the A-list, and the only reason I haven't done it for myself, because I would like to see more of these movies with you. <sighs> you know, this is really the only time Adam and I can be in the same place at the same time. It's much like uh, if we were traveling back in time. Or... Or and we if, saw each other. If we were the president and vice yes. president, like they they mm-hmm. have to separate the two of us uh, because the podcasting world could not take us being or both of us right. being destroyed. Do you know? I also think about that and thought about it for many years. Which the, the, the pre- president and vice president, or you and I being destroyed? That's those, no. It's another third thing. I don't like it when my husband and I are in a car together without the children. Because what if? We're both wiped out. It's it's funny. Like if you just stop the sentence after I don't like me and my husband <laughs> being in the car together. Well, no, I, anyway, that's another podcast. So, uh, yeah. And I had to I had to explain it to him. I said, well, what if? I mean, the weather's bad. And uh, he doesn't speak grunt. But I know I you understand. You, I bet you he could. Eh, it's too he difficult. Pro- he probably just doesn't want. He just chooses not to. He can. He just he tells people he can't speak it. But you know what he is really adapted to? He won't go to the store and have them load the prepaid for groceries into the car. That seems like something he'd be into. Oh, no, no, no. no? He, what's the word? Refuses. Much like a child when you ask them to do something. Anyway, but he has no problem with the groceries being delivered to the front door of the house. But he, he doesn't want to drive no. to the store to... No. Why does he... I mean, so, why, does, why does he refuse? Adam. Okay, I'm just... I, I, truly, I don't know. Like, is it, I, I, is it for political reasons? Uh, like, he is he is he taking... Will not. Is he taking a stand against, like, adversity? He would rather go into a store, incredibly tired, because I wanted to do this a few times during the holidays. He would go in... To get stuff, it's like, why would you do that? I, you, you know that, like, I'm essentially like a hermit. That uh-huh. the the only reason I I interact is because, like, I have to. Like, if if Amazon had same hour delivery on groceries and I was independently wealthy, there'd be a lot of people that were wondering if I was dead. Yeah. They'd be like. Has anybody seen Adam in ten years? And they'd be uh, like, no. "No, he." Li- they said he used to live up on that. Like you know how like the chocolate factory hadn't turned on in years. Uh-huh. They were there would be a legend that was Willy Wonka esque about me. There'd be like one day he he shut the gates to <laughs> to Craven's Mansion and never opened them up again. And then one day the lights came <laughs> on, mansion. but then he turned them back off. So yeah. we don't we don't know if he's dead or if there's uh, just grifters living mm-hmm. in his mansion. Uh, so of late, they come to the house because it's like five dollars a month for the groceries to come to your house. That doesn't seem terrible. No, maybe it's six dollars. But well, still, like even if even if it, we've maxed it to six or six dollars and a few cents, that's you know. still not bad. 
I know. Quit raising the price. <laughs> because. Make a decision. Because by not by not going to the store, I'm actually not buying, ooh, squirrel. I'm not just wandering and putting things in the cart. So, yeah. And you're going to waste at least $6 in gas. In Easily. The, yeah. So it's kind of a wash. Anywho, I could go on, but now we know what A-list entourage is. And another quirky, weird thing about my husband. So thank you so much for listening to our, what's it called? Movie review podcast. Parental guidance suggested, like a boss. Eh. But coming up next week, other stuff. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens.